Just Go With It is a podcast hosted by two millennials who swear. And also, it's about horror films, so listener discretion is advised. We will put specific content warnings in the show notes. Boo! <laughs> This is, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, but I just need you to know in advance that I will spiral out of control. <laughs> I'm happy. This is the, I'm just going to start it. That's great. <laughs> We're all here to spiral out of control. Thanks yeah. to the patrons. Yes. <laughs> We're talking about the movie Triangle. Do you want to know how we came to this specific triangle? I was like, don't even. <laughs> it has First to be of all, known. it's a patron pick. It was not the movie... I don't even know if it was the movie that I put. I just saw it listed on an article of like cool underwater movies or water movies. Water-based movies, yeah. And I was like, Triangle looks cool. Throw it in. Yeah. And then they voted and Triangle won and they Uh were all describing the movie, but I didn't know what it was. So I was like, sure, whatever. Yeah. Turns out there's like three. There are a bunch of triangles. (laughs) So we had to be like, which one? one? <laughs> Based yeah. on the context clues of how they talked about it being a mind fuck, I'm it, almost think positive we got the right one. And also the, the availability one, of this one. <laughs> the other one was what? Aquatic underwater spiders? Oh, yeah. Well, that, was, that was abyssal. Oh, you're yeah. right. So we had a twofer okay, where... <laughs> we had a twofer where we put the wrong... I put the movie Abyss or something or Abyssal, and then someone was like, do you mean the movie... Abyss? Because the yeah. other one's about spiders, and that's fine, too. They're also underwater. <laughs> and I was like, well, now we just have an option for later. Yeah. You were texting, like, I was like, I don't have any ideas for the theme. And you were like, okay, I'm taking this upon myself. You came <laughs> back with them, and then I typoed Abyss back to you. My phone autocorrected to mm-hmm. Abyssal. And you were like, oh, yep, that's what it is. <laughs> I just thought close. you were like, that sounds great, but this one sounds better. And I was like, I trust you. <laughs> nope. We had a time. You but shouldn't the, trust me. Thank God the patrons knew what was happening. They we did, did know what was happening. <laughs> we chose the one they wanted not yes. the other triangle movies that weren't available correct <laughs> this I'm is excited. triangle 2009 yeah and i'm excited this movie fucked me up same and everyone was australian were you happy about that yes yeah i, thought I was, was like happy. oh this is easy immediately <laughs> he was like nar <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> okay <laughs> they were supposed to be american uh-huh not, they're in miami not one of them i swear to god <laughs> no they, it looked like it was, like, Australia, because yeah. it was. Mm. Um, so when they were there, I was like, oh, this is nice. It's in Australia. And then they all were, like, American. And then it said, welcome to the Sunshine State. And I went, oh, Florida? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're from Florida. I just, I we have history. Mm. But I was like, just make it in Australia. Just make it in Australia. <laughs> Let them be Australian. Let them be themselves. Let them be themselves. I wonder if it was because, like, it was a British-Australian picture, yeah. like, combined. And so they fought over whose accent would be allowed to win. And they're like, fuck it, we'll be American. So they were like, and everyone middle lost. ground. <laughs> everyone lost yeah. on that one. Because they were just like, hey, what's there? But I was like, what are you doing? They didn't actually You're in bad. danger. You're in danger. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, slipped a little, oh, huh? No. <laughs> we had some moments. So I was watching it going, Kate's going to immediately yeah. know. And then I went, who is it? Yeah. <laughs> who is it? This was really for the yeah. audience. <laughs> but that being said, yes. we're talking about Triangle 2009. Mm. I'm really excited. This movie was great. Uh, I'm really excited because I knew the twist. Yeah. Like the whole time. And I was like, yeah, I feel so smart. I felt ridiculously. Amazing. When everyone was like, it's going to freak you out. I was like, that probably gave me insider knowledge, to be honest. Oh, uh, yeah. 
but I figured it out. <laughs> and I rarely do, so. I knew in advance there would be time loops. That's all I knew in advance. When they said triangle and the yeah. Bermuda Triangle, I assumed. Yeah. Mostly just because, like, that is a thing that people associate with the Bermuda Triangle. So yeah. I was like, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So, we'll get to... We'll get I don't, to I'm scared of Nerd Corner because the last time you covered anything that was similar to, like, this, I lost my mind. It wasn't similar to this, but it was, like, the grudge where you were like, we're nothing in the universe but a speck. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did do that, too. Yeah, Kate sometimes likes to blow my mind. It was Apocalypse How? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really fucked me up. I yeah. think about it kind of a lot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so I'm worried, but we'll get there. Triangle 2009, written and directed by Christopher Smith. Also made Creep, which I love. Oh, I do like Creep. Yeah, yeah, made Creep. Severance, not the show. Oh. A movie. Dang. Um, and Black Death. Uh, those are the ones that he was, like, most known for. Mm-hmm. There were a few others, but they looked like they were either indie kind of small films or short films. Um, but you can look them up if you'd like. Uh, cinematography was Robert Humphreys. Also did The Leftovers, Fear the Walking Dead, Somersault, The Hunter. A lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a lot of, like, TV, specifically horror um, when I saw Fear the Walking Dead, I was like, I get the vibe. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Um, you're going to like this one. The music mm. was Christian Henson. Also did Severance, not the show. Oh, dang it. So sorry. It yeah. never is. I wrote Animal, and then the next movie's called Chasing Liberty, so I went Animal, animal Crossing. Chasing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Animal Crossing. <laughs> no. <clears throat> animal, Chasing Liberty, Biggie and Tupac, Black Death, and then guess what game this guy did for music? Breath of the Wild. No. I'm going to give you two more guesses. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just I know the music in Sonic. No. Lion King, the Sega game. <laughs> we play games, okay? I'm naming like, you. We play games. Oh, recent games. I don't know why. I was like, it has to be old times. It's Alien Isolation. Oh, my God. The game that we're currently playing. The Lion King, the second one. (laughs) I'm going to call you out in a minute, but first I'm going to talk about Alien Isolation. So that's a game that we are currently playing for the Patreon. Uh It's a horror stream that we do once a month. It's great. Really funny. Speaking of games, though, we were playing this game. (laughs) And there was... And there's stuff you have to gather. It's called Sons of the Forest. It came out new. It's not... You you know it. Come on, you know it. It's on early access. It's on early access. So there's rope. You have to get the rope. And and we're looking for it. And Kate goes, oh my gosh, I found some rope. It's over here next to the baby shoe. And I'm like, okay, I guess if that's the only thing it's next to, then sure. I walk over and there's just two giant dead whales. And Kate's like, right there by the baby shoe. She chose the smallest, tiniest little shoe to be like, it's right there. It was closer to the baby shoe. Yeah, but... so impactful i'm not gonna forgive you it was the smallest shoe i was like if i hadn't known to look for a baby shoe i wouldn't have known it was there at the time i was like i'm giving really good guidance there was just two giant dick whales like just they were in the rear view i was focused on the shoe i guess so that's just a little side thing. But this person, uh, Christian Henson, has done tons of games, tons of movies. There was a lot of stuff. Um, has worked with like a ton of bands. So real popular guy. Stop thinking about the baby shoe. Put it much like the whales. Oh my god! Like I can really see the inspiration. Can you imagine if 
this movie had the same sound <laughs> as like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> she's like collecting like she's the notes and the lock. It's like bing, bing. she's looking at the photo for dead son, and she's like. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Oh, it's not funny. <laughs> it's grim. It's, it's grim. <laughs> okay, so the budget. <clears throat> We've composed ourselves. Yes. The budget was twelve million. Oh. Um, that's relatively. At this point, I don't know what's high, what's big, and what's either. not. Because every, I don't know. Because every company is so different. But they are yeah. somewhat small for like a horror film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is. What did we say? Um, not capsule, but it's a, a oh, bottle, yeah. a bottle movie. So mm-hmm. it, it takes place in like very few locations. Mm-hmm. It does take place in multiple, but barely. Yeah, um, most so, yeah. of it's on the ship. Yeah, and that ship is actually a set. They did not want to use oh. green screen. Oh, some of it. I mean, obviously, like some of it, I think had to be green screen. But he was like, I really want to limit as much as we can. So a lot of it is a set. Like there's a huge cruise ship set, and I was like, bold. I love it. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, guess how much it made? 30 million. <laughs> I don't know. You're being very kind. Oh, no. <laughs> um, 500,000. Now you're being mean again. This is you what happens. This is what happens. You're not being that mean. It was 1.3 to 1.6. Okay. So I'm um, a third mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you were really cool and nice before. Yeah. It is a well received movie. Remember so how nice I was. <laughs> Just remember. <laughs> yeah. Next time you try to come for me, <laughs> as no one has ever. <laughs> well, Hemsworth was in it. Not the yeah. one that most people know, because, not the His, Thor one. Yeah, the, the Hunger Games one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think. I'm pretty sure. No, Liam. I'm pretty sure you're right. Liam I Hemsworth just, uh, was one of the main characters in Hunger Games. Yeah, I know that they're not all the same brother, but to me, they are I mean, they Chris do have obviously a very similar face. I will yeah. say, Liam, I love you, I think. I don't really know much about you, but... um. You were one of the biggest culprits of the nar nar Australian accents. <laughs> Sorry if you're Australian. That's the only thing I know how to say is nar and Cleo. So rise of lights. I just watched <laughs> rise of lights. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I just watched a lot of H two O as a kid. Oh yeah, and I only know Cleo and nar nar. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you have other words than that. Eh. They Hate make do with. <laughs> they have two words in their language, and it's all about tone. <laughs> That's just how you say it, yeah. not what you say. Nar? Nar. <laughs> Nar. Nar? I'm sorry to everybody. I know that they're there and they're listening and they hate us. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of the fun facts. There weren't really mm. any fun, like, cool facts, mostly about, like, the set and everything. Mm. Um... This is probably obvious because they literally say it in the film, sort of, that this movie is supposed to be vaguely based on the story of Sisyphus, pushing the boulder up the mountain and never actually making it to the top. Woo! They literally say that. Yeah. So, I picked up on it, is what I'm saying. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) Um, You want me to recap the movie? Uh, Sisyphus on a boat. I mean, Mm. there you go. Mm. And he has a son. Whatever. (laughs) The son is barely in it. The son is incidental. There, yeah. It's not. It's not the story. Sisyphus is on a boat. Yeah. Sisyphus is on Sisyphus a boat. Sisyphus on a boat, and then the rock is the sun. <laughs> you know? Oh, sun S O N, not S U N. Like, why the is boulder the, is what the, the sun the boulder do? Boulder is the child. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The doctor is a woman. <laughs> it's it's the classic. He stood on a block we of know, ice. We know how it is. <laughs> 
both you know of them were goldfish. <laughs> Can't sing their theme. <laughs> the cabin of an airplane. <laughs> Adel, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is from Hey Riddle Riddle. Their theme yeah. song is amazing, and I just always have it in my head. Adel was on in episode one. Yes. Uh, so if you listen to Hey Riddle Riddle and you know Adel, Adel watched Mandy with us. Yes. And we were just talking about them before this, so fresh in the mind. Amazing. It's just right on the noggin, you know? It's right on the noggin. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, it's time for okay. you, and I'm stalling because I'm scared about what you're going to do. Well, I have my summary, meaning the one that I, you know, pilfered from Rotten Tomatoes first. <laughs> I kind of just forgot because I was like, yeah, well, yours we was got so it. Sisyphus. Good. Sisyphus on a boat. All right. Sisyphus on a ship. I'm trying to think of how this could be Sisyphus like an actual warm-up, you know? Sisyphus on a ship. Like red leather, yellow leather, Sisyphus you know? Sisyphus on a throws ship. throws a fit. Oh. Sisyphus throws a fit. Sisyphus throws a fit. Throws a fit. Sorry, Rotten Tomatoes says, <laughs> Yacht passengers encounter mysterious weather conditions that force them to jump onto another ship only to have the odd havoc increase. Well, okay. <laughs> it felt like a cop-out, honestly. It kind of does. That could literally be anything. That could be ghost ship. It could be ghost ship. Everything comes back to ghost ship these days. Every time we talk about a movie, we're like, oh, ghost ship? <laughs> I wrote about ghost ship in my notes. <laughs> Just, Not nerd corner, obviously, but <laughs> we have to stop we somewhere. Have to stop. <laughs> you always you do always this. You always do this. <laughs> that one's for Aaron Keith. <laughs> wow. All right. Feels like a cop out, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Fine. I mean, they're not wrong. That sounds like something I would say. Yeah. That's some shit that I would come up with. Yeah. I just pointed at like Kate's computer like I was threatening it. <laughs> but I don't like it. They could do better, is what I'm saying. They can do better. Okay, so what do you think Nerd Corner is going to be? <laughs> oh, you look like you're in physical pain. Because, one, I already know that whatever it is probably going to fuck me up, but what's worse is that trying to guess fucks me up as much. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because there's too many options. If this isn't your favorite mm-hmm. game, we don't have to play No, it. I love this game. Okay. Because sometimes I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a game I can win, I'm on board. Um, I was going to say something about, like, time in movies, specifically, like, not time loops. I get time loops in general. Yeah. It was that easy. It was that easy. <laughs> We're talking about time loops, guilt, and uh, grief. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, what did we talk about? We talked about grief once before. Do you remember what it was? Oh. Um, was it Train to Basan? Oh. Potentially. Well, Trina Bassam is more guilt than grief. I'm trying to think because I've been there saving was... motherhood and grief and guilt yeah. for the Babadook. Okay. But there was another one that we definitely like. But it was specifically like different kinds of grief. Yeah. But now I don't remember exactly what it was. We'll have to go back and look, but I just am excited. It's like, I know I, I wrote it. Yeah. Because I'm like, that I know was we talked about it. pages ago. Sometimes we watch a lot of movies, though. <laughs> uh, before our 50th episode, I put all of my nerd corners into one doc and it was like 100 pages. <laughs> So, <laughs> that was good. So, mm-hmm. I struggle with time. Time! On a daily basis, but especially in regards to time fuckery. And I define time fuckery as any instance in which time moves non-linearly. Yeah. So this includes time travel and time loops. In straightforward time travel, you go back or forward, you do a thing, you return generally. But a loop is more complex. Loops are worse. <laughs> I don't, we'll like, get it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, there are at least two types recognized by tvtropes.org, a stable time loop and a Groundhog Day time loop. Right. For me, 
the struggle my brain goes through during films or novels or media in general with any type of time fuckery is usually a welcome struggle because it's like a mental exercise that forces me like stretch my ideas around and like logic, morality, possibility. It has to be more fluid than it usually is. It also allows us to explore the human condition in a multitude of ways. So that's like exciting. But um, we will get to the absolute cascade of emotions that I experienced while trying to (laughs) unravel time fuckery. Before we do that, yeah. let's look at the differences between the two types of time loops. Yay! So, there's a stable time loop mm-hmm. and the Groundhog Day time loop. Yeah. I have never seen Groundhog Day. Bolt. It's great. Is it? I mean, I like it. Okay. I guess some people probably don't. I don't know. I say it's great, but yeah. then someone out there is going to be like, fucking horrible movie. Uh, your <laughs> old place of business had the 24-hour Groundhog yeah, yeah, Day yeah. marathon, yeah. Which is fun. 12 times, yeah, they would do it. Dang. Yeah. We had a little laser I knew people that like, wake up. Like, don't. You're not going to get your little prize if you don't stay awake. Oh, my God. You have to stay awake. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah. shit tits. Did, you can't leave. Did you have, like, people watching eyeballs? Like, No. Um, But, like, you could just see them through the booth window. Yeah. And, like, people are allowed to bring, like, pillows and yeah. stuff like that. Which, like, how do you... You can't catch everybody. Yeah. Um, But, no. I don't know. We just would shine little laser pointers and be like, wake up! Oh my god, I would scream. And after every, like, movie, they'd get to go out. There's an intermission. Yeah. Like, they get to go back and stuff yeah. like that. okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, time loop. So, fun. <laughs> the differences. A stable time loop is kind of like a capsule paradox. Mm-hmm. So, this is a direct quote from tvtropes.org. Through applied phlebotanum, functional magic, or some other means, our heroes travel back to the past. In the past, they wind up being responsible for the very events that underpin their own present. This creates a chicken and egg scenario in which the looping sequence of events has no clear beginning. The result of breaking the zeroth law of time travel do not cause the event you went back to prevent. Whoa. Yeah. So, we don't have a straightforward stable time loop on our hands, so yeah. it's like a Groundhog Day yeah. time loop. There, uh, this is, of course, named for the film that I have not seen, but it's not the Ur example. <laughs> it is just the most recognizable by name at this day and age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they actually go back to, like, the Codify. 20s. Codify. No. Oh, yeah. The trope is namer, it? trope codifier, trope is that namer. It? Yeah. Yes. You yeah. got it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm on a roll today. Uh, there's actually a Japanese anime that mm-hmm. is kind of, like, uh, heralded as bringing this to, like, Naruto. Medi- just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You Andy broke fans, me. please don't. don't <laughs> I know it's a joke. It's a joke. It's funny. It's ha-ha. pronounced Naruto. <laughs> you come for her. I did that one to her. You. It's like me saying Marvel movies. <laughs> I love marbles. I love marbles. <laughs> I actually don't have anything against anime or manga. No, they're great. No, I do have something against Marvel. Yeah. I have to grip and rip. Hell yeah! Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Groundhog Day is just, mm-hmm. like, the most identifiable. Right. But a Groundhog Day loop is succinctly put, quote, an eternal loop of a period of time until someone manages to break free. Mm-hmm. So that sounds a lot about, like, what we have here. Yeah. But we're going to go further. So. Sounds like a mix of the two, almost. Yeah. <laughs> this is, okay. So this is where my brain, like, spirals endlessly and I can't stand up. And you're just like, oh, I got this. Like There's easily. something specifically about time loop and time travel movies where I just like zone in. And you I'm like, do. Okay. I and I sensed that this would happen. I knew that I would falter. <laughs> you were like, "This movie's wild," and yeah. I hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, "Oh yeah, she gets stuck in a time loop, and the beginning is gonna yeah. be the end." And yeah, I got it. And then <laughs> oh. it hadn't even started yet. And I was like, "Is that really her, or is that the past her?" 
Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just love them. Oh, okay. It's great. <sighs> so hopefully I can still bring something fresh oh, to you're your gonna experience. Fuck me up. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. So the main distinction between the two mm-hmm. is that in the Groundhog Day loop, time is trapped between beginning and end points, and you yeah. keep repeating that section of time until you break free. Yeah. In a stable time loop, something travels back to the past to change something, but that change ends up creating the future they left the past. Okay. So for that one, it's more of like you're in the present, you go back, you change the thing. Oh no, this is actually what caused it, but you don't keep going through it. No, you just, you've done it and now you're where you were because mm-hmm. you did it. Yep. And that's the loop that keeps on moving. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it's the loop that keeps on looping. Um, what's the, <laughs> I had a, it was a cereal commercial. It's like, no, maybe coffee. The best part of waking up best is, part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. But then it's also mixed with. <laughs> Got it. Of course. Um. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Where was I? I don't know. The world Folgers never know. mixed with something. No, it was a cereal commercial. Um, I'll come back to it okay, later. Okay, okay, okay. Because now I'm curious. Yeah. We'll get... When okay. I re-listen to this later, I'll right. be like, Kate, You're you like, fool. There it is. Whoop, there it is, indeed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for taking a journey on Folgers with me. I'm okay. here for you. So, got a bit of a mix-up on our hands. Because we do have a time loop where it starts mm-hmm. when the cruise ship comes upon the overturned yacht. Yeah. But it only restarts once all of the other passengers die. So I'm willing right. to overlook the fact that it's not a predetermined endpoint; It's more of a conditional reset point. Yeah. But there's the added complication of her going back to the morning of the trip to prevent it from occurring entirely, but in fact steering herself right into the loop. Yeah. So it could be that the loop is actually much wider than we saw. Right. And she went through kind of like a sub loop on the cruise ship, which is part of the much bigger loop. Or it's a combination of the two. Where she is stuck in the loop on the ship repeats until she breaks free. And in breaking free, she goes back in time and creates a stable time loop. Yeah. So that's like one kind of thing. But anyway, time fuckery is always real rough on my noggin. Uh, I struggle with time, especially when we get into paradoxes and time loops. Oh, God. Time is fake. I say that a lot. Someone tried to fight me on it. I was like, you can't. You can't, though. Even if you come out with me a reason, you can't. (laughs) Time is fake. So this movie was a lot for me, uh, in a good way. Mm -hmm. Challenging worms its way into my brain. So the purpose of going into types of time loops isn't because I think the distinction is all that important at its core for this, Mm -hmm. but that they're often used to evoke different emotions or reinforce a certain theme. Mm -hmm. So Groundhog's Day loops can call us to pay attention to the small things, to be appreciated, to value others, to live yeah. presently. Loops can also be a representation of feeling stuck in life, or they can be a Sisyphean punishment born of some crime or sense of guilt. <clears throat> yeah. A stable time loop can be a morality tale or a grim statement on the futility or impossibility of free will. And it's not to say they don't overlap, but yeah. broadly I think they're suited to leverage certain types of fear and anxieties. Right. And so we use them in different ways. Makes sense. And this is a digression, but uh, it's not like a solid or distinct trope, but there was something about this film that reminded me of Russian Doll and Happy Death Day. Yeah. And that was the degradation of health over the course of the loop. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't restart your nervous system back to the end of the day. The impacts of the previous loops stack. The fruit starts to rot. Your body retains injuries. This tends to put a time limit on things and instill a sense of urgency, but it also highlights helplessness. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, tempted to call it, like, a decomposing time loop. It's almost how it feels. Because, like, I mean, spoiler alert, you're here at all. But, like, she's restarting all the way at this beginning, right? 
I'll get to my theories later. Yeah. But like the fact is like when she's leaving and she's getting in that car, she remembers the ship. Mm-hmm. She feels all that pain. She's tired as fuck because she just got off of it like yep. to get back. And she did a lot of cardio that morning. She fucking did. And so. Ran all the way home. So like, I'm like, it has to stack, right? Yeah. Because like she's, she knows it. She has to feel those things still. So you're right. It's very decomposing. She's, how long can she do that? <laughs> how long indeed. I, uh, and this pairs very nicely with time loop fatigue, which is a trope. Mm-hmm. But I don't think time loop fatigue quite captures all of it. In time loop fatigue, the center of the time loop, the looper, the stuck person, whatever, they're showing the mental and perhaps physical effects of the time loop repetitions. Mm-hmm. But when the world is also rotting around you, that to me is something distinct. Mm-hmm. Because that may imply that everything's actually fully dependent on this time loop being resolved. Right. What's the range of the loop? How far does this quantum field stretch? Time mm-hmm. is passing, but it's repeating, not rewriting. And so I went down like a rabbit hole on mm-hmm. this where it's like, what does it mean when the world is decomposing around you? Does it inherently mean that the entire world is focused on this time loop and it will keep repeating until you get it right and things will decay around you until it happens. So time is passing. Yeah. And then I realized that wasn't the focus. So anyway, <laughs> I started to wonder oh God. <laughs> when I like pulled myself back out of that, uh, I started to wonder if we could see stages of grief in time loops. Yeah. So not only coming to terms with being in a fucking loop, but accepting whatever it is that got you started in there, like a failure to accept that something happened. If that's what got you into the loop, then is acceptance the only way you can escape? Right. So I dug into stages of grief at put forward at, <clears throat> no, as put forward by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and David Kessler. Mm-hmm. And that was something that you learn in like intro psych stuff. Yeah. But I found like, Broadly, there's enough pushback on their model that I'm not really going to focus on it. Okay. So it's like the five stages of grief. Right. Um, and Kubler-Ross has since clarified it was never meant to be like a linear step-by-step progression, mm-hmm. but that's how it was taken by a lot of folks. Right. Because folks were like, okay, well, you start with denial, then you have anger, then bargaining, then depression, then acceptance. It's but like, grief doesn't follow a linear <laughs> yeah, model. Like, <laughs> no. <clears throat> and like the biggest uh, critiques of the study are pointing out the very valid fact that it was a specific subgroup of folks right. in a specific time, in a mm-hmm. specific place. Right. And so... You cannot generalize that. And then also, like, it could just be that decade that was how certain people mm-hmm. went through certain experiences. Anyway, grief does not follow a linear model. Mm-mm. Furthermore, experiences and practices of grief are hugely dependent on the societal context. So cultural beliefs around death and dying will necessarily influence how folks deal with it. Is the common belief that death is a permanent end? Do they believe that their departed loved ones are always with them or can revisit them on certain days? Or do they believe that souls are reincarnated? So mm-hmm. all of those will change grief. Right. Caitlin Doty talks a lot about death and post-death practices and how these vary by time and place. Mm-hmm. So not just death practices, like how do you embalm a body or do you cremate it or do you toss it off the boat or whatever. Yeah. But also like in emotional and spiritual attachments to that. Mm-hmm. There used to be... Um, I don't know if it was called awake at this point. I don't remember. But they would, like, have the body in the house for, like, a week. And people would, like, come and sit with the body. Yeah. Like, that was a thing. Like, visiting hours sort of thing. Yeah. But, you know, what we have reduced to, like, a few hours was, like, a week with a body. It also used to say, like, photos. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff people used to do. Oh, yeah. A lot of people – some people still do stuff like that. That's actually, like, yeah. And for anyone that just wants to take, like, a few hours to have their, like – 
mind blown. Check out Caitlin Doty on YouTube. That's where she does a lot of her stuff. She's really uh, cool. She's a mortician. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like the the good death mm-hmm. is like the kind of um, the way that I'm trying to figure out like the best like entry point to this. I mm-hmm. listened to her, her audiobook, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes and yeah. Other Lessons Learned from the Crematorium. Mm-hmm. She also wrote Will My Cat Eat My Eyeballs, which oh, is mostly yeah. about questions that kids ask about death. Right. But overall she talks a lot about death and death practices in the US and the ways that like embalming came around mm-hmm. and embalming practices, but then also like cultural attachments to those things. Yeah. And it, so I highly recommend. She also just has a lot of corpse talk. She's very interesting. Oh god, really yeah. cool. She's like a goth queen. Yeah. And I like it, her a lot. I'm obsessed. Yeah. So I highly recommend checking out Caitlin Doty. Anyway, even in one nation across a period of decades, our relationship with death and dying can change drastically. War times might change things, for instance. <laughs> yeah. Because our beliefs and practices around death and dying vary so broadly, we can't say that there's one model of grief. Mm-mm. So trying to map stages of grief onto triangle is not an impactful use of time. <laughs> but I still think we can explore grief sans stages. Yeah. So... By the end of the movie, we see that the beginning of the time loop is actually the decision to board the boat after her son is killed in the car accident. Right. The taxi driver says nothing could ever bring him back, and she says, want to bet. So while she goes through it whilst on the boat, the impetus for the nope impetus for the loop is off the boat. <laughs> right. What would the story look like if, after the accident, she stayed at the scene? She recognized there was no possibility of preventing the tragedy through continued spins through the time loop. Is that even possible, like, time-wise? Right. If she never gets back on the boat, then she never starts the loop. She never comes back to kill her other her other copy and abscond with her son. But that also relies on the same version of her going through the loop, which we know is not actually the case, because she has infinite copies of herself spawning each time. Right. So one new Jess each time she goes through the loop. So does that mean, in theory, if she could accept the death of her son and atone for her abuse of him, she could stop going through hell on a boat? What does that make us feel? <laughs> that was my theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When do we identify with Jess and when do we feel thrust out of her perspective? When is she the protagonist and when is she the villain? What yeah. does that say about our own concepts of guilt, responsibility, grief, morality? Mm-hmm. And while many time loop films lead to an established outcome, like either thematically or narratively, I feel like this one keeps opening up new places to explore and follow to various ends. Yeah. So like narratively... Time loops can be created and experienced as corrective or as punishment. And that's not like an either or, but those right. are two options. So you are Sisyphus and you sin, so now you're on time loop timeout. Yeah. A more benevolent power could potentially set up a time loop punishment for atonement, and there would be an exit condition once you're truly sorry and learned your lesson. There can also be a corrective time loop that may or may not involve a higher power. So it's like a thing happened, it shouldn't have, or vice versa, and you have to figure out what the thing is so you can correct the loop or correct it and end the loop. Yeah. But what about when it's ambiguous? How do we engage with it differently if we assume or project a higher power, a controller, into a narrative? Mm-hmm. Like, I see the taxi driver is perhaps like a stand-in for death itself, or yeah, it's like the ferryman. Something. That's yeah. the vibe I got. Yeah. To me, he's very much like uh, Charon, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, ferryman of the dead in Greek mythology, because that's yeah, like... that guy that was in Ghost Ship. I know. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> what Duh. was his name? It was like... Remember that guy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I know. But I don't remember his name. Sure I don't, don't either. Okay. But we rem- I remember it was something because you caught it. And you were yeah. like, oh, his name's supposed to be this. And I was like, what? <laughs> Ferryman. That was it. Yeah. Because I thought he was just some guy. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. That's it. Oh, <laughs> it all comes back to It all comes back to ghost ship. Always. So do we project a universal force that plops Jess into this looping hell's punishment? Is she fighting fate to save her son? Mm-hmm. 
With an ambiguous ending, I feel like a reasonable conclusion could be stated as she refuses to accept her guilt in the death of her son and so will endlessly repeat this time loop. But there's not an until clause or a because element. And by that I mean she will endlessly repeat the loop because she exists in a paradox that is inescapable or is it because she's being punished right. or because fill in the blank. Yeah. A statement at the end can be made rather simply, but you can't instill a meaning behind the end with any surety. And that has fucked me up so much since watching it. <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> I love it. That's exactly how I feel. Is that yeah. like you can't decide what the loop means because she'll never accept it. Uh-huh. And so you'll never get to know. You never get to know. Which I love. I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> so that was my spiral. Oh, I love it. My society spiral. <laughs> great. Oh, wow. That's pretty much exactly how I felt about it. Yeah. And I was like glad that you... So I did not damage your brain. No. <laughs> I'm really glad that you did grief because I, I was going to say stuff like this and then I was yeah. like... What if I'm looking it too deep into no, it? No. I was like, what if I'm being stupid and it's just a horror movie and mm-hmm. like I need to relax? So I'm really glad that that is. No, because she has those moments where like even before you realize, like before the entire audience knows yeah. she's in a time loop, he's like, you are not like you're perceiving things that are not existing. Is it because you feel guilty about Tommy? And she's like, what the fuck did you say? Yeah. And he was like, not that you killed your son. No, um, I'm not saying that. No. <laughs> but like guilt and grief are written in over Mm -hmm. all of it yeah and then it's like this refusal to accept that like she says that wasn't mommy mommy is nice i'm mommy the other person wasn't mommy that was you babe that was you babe that was you uh it's oh it's so intense and like it and it's interesting too because when she gets on the boat it's very much i feel like i've seen this hallway before Uh it's like girl we know you have yeah so at that point has she like distance herself so hard from the abuse and like all the guilt that she's feeling that she genuinely doesn't remember the boat or is she just like what me on this boat like like what's the what's the deal uh good old amnesia nap (sighs) yeah yeah i I mean it is i have napped your way into amnesia sleep off the haunted knowledge it like it it drives me nuts that's what drives me nuts it's like i figured out the story i understood the time loop i was like okay yeah. get it but her emotions i cannot figure out for the life of me very hard because we know she's obviously guilty yeah but that kind of comes later so then because you find out about the guilt like kind of later on you have to go back and be yeah like, then what the fuck was that all about yeah yeah <laughs> i watched the beginning uh the three times just to be like what because i watched the whole movie mm-hmm. and then i went back and i watched the beginning again and mm-hmm. then i watched it again um a lot of cool easter eggs yeah it's got the rewatchability i think it's really cool oh god yeah um but i'm sorry were you done I, i'm like spiraling oh no that's control here. that was okay. nerd corner yeah <laughs> we're done sorry. with society i'm like i'm building off of it no we can spiral um, together now it's our turn yeah um but yeah like the guilt and all of the emotions that you feel for her son and this stuff it comes so much later you get little hints at it from like the beginning when she's overwhelmed but you don't see you get to see the beginning but only like snippets of it so you're like yeah, it's a relatively normal day yeah. like whatever and then oh mm. it changes all of it the patrons are right it's a mind fuck it's a mind fuck it, it's a mind fuck for the whole time part of it but yeah i would say even more it's a time fuck for like what is she thinking <laughs> like not knowing why she's in it either because she won't accept it anytime soon at least so we won't know yeah oh that killed me because yeah. at the end of the movie, I went, just accept the death. I was yeah. like, just accept it. Yeah. Because like, you caused this. And I was like, I bet if you did, this would end. Yeah. 
But I'm like, Nikki, it's a movie. So and she's like, hold my boat. beer. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'm getting on the boat. And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you could end it right now. Oh, that was such a good. That was a good nerd corner. Thank that you. was good. I'm smiling out of control. It was mostly just questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have many. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, to talk about horror. Yeah. I all of my notes were based on the time thing and like yeah. what was happening. So I don't have a lot of like technical stuff yeah. except I will talk about the boat. I thought Ooh. the boat looked cool. Okay. Um, I'll get to it. I'll jump in. We had like boat July going on. <laughs> really did. Mm. I really liked it. We were, we were trying to do like water movies to be like, cool off. It's yeah. summer. Uh, and all of them have been so drastically like different. Yeah. That I'm like, Oh, cool. Did we did we refresh ourselves? I feel refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great. I feel good. I feel really good. <laughs> Ow, I got rid of my notes. There they are. We're good. Uh, time. Um, I said were. that the main actress looked familiar and I need to look her up, but I know what she's from. Okay, yes. I had the same moment and yeah. it's because I think she looks like two different people. Who do you think um, she looks like? Maya, what's her face? Oh, Maya Hawk? Yes. Yeah. And then um, the girl from It. The new one. Yeah. Those okay. are the two where I, I like see, see it. It's like mostly the mouth. <laughs> she uh she was in a remake, I think, unless I'm thinking of the wrong person, but she's in a remake for the Amityville Horror starring. Yes, she is. Yeah. 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 Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds. So <laughs> I got that one right. I go. only ever get Ryan Reynolds correct. He's the he, only one I can do. Which is wild too. Yeah. There's so many Ryan's, so you would think, but no. no. He's got a pretty I don't know unique-ish face you know i can get the chris's distinct from each other chris's are pretty yeah and i can get ryan reynolds i you know i struggle with ryan gosling and ryan Ryan gosling Gosling and ryan gosling with himself and also jake gyllenhaal for your life you will never get jake gyllenhaal i will not my favorite is when you post a picture and you go who is this nobody can tell i'm like girl that's jake gyllenhaal no i ask it sometimes sincerely (laughs) that one the other time Was when I was trying to defend myself and I was saying, the universe will never know who is who. And you're like, it's very easy. And I was like, no, it's not. Don't do like, this to me. It's not easy. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I'm close, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> he looks just like the guy from Blind Manor. Shut up. <laughs> he looks similar. I'll give him that. He looks similar. I'm going to put it on Instagram. He's fine. You put it on Instagram. <laughs> you're like, yeah, what? You're going to win. Put your We're shame in the world to see. <laughs> I'm going to be wrong and it's going to hurt, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, I said the the uh, this was before I knew what was happening. Uh-huh. I said the opening was like kind of interesting. I like it. I said like they're showing us snippets, and mm. now I'm like, oh right, duh, it's snippets because yeah. it's uh, half of the story. And then I said bird's eye view, literally, because <laughs> that bird was flying. And I was like, that wow, is always fucking there. That poor gull. Yeah, that poor seagull had to go through this time loop as well just to die. Yeah, and that poor seagull is like, except your son's death. And he, she was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Threw it in the ocean. <laughs> I love that she throws it in the ocean, and that's when she goes, oh my god, this is a loop. And I was like, It yeah, wasn't girl. the Swamp of Sally's that told you it was a loop? Right? <laughs> I was like, I think, I, I think we know. She's like, I'm out of the loop. No, there is a pile of seagull corpses. I, oh, this woman, I swear. Uh, I was like, this is just, this is not a thing for the movie. This is just a complaint for the free movies that are on amazon uh, can you guys get your ads together because it would be like the middle of a like a word she would be like today i saw tom hello and it would be like the most jaunty happy ad i've ever seen in my life 
And it would always happen at the darkest moments of this movie. Babe, watch it on Canopy. I forgot. As I was watching it, I went, I bet this is on Canopy. It's on but Canopy. I was halfway through, so I was like, I'm just going to finish it. But it would be like, <laughs> it would be like her holding her son's dead body. And then it would be like, is your detergent too? <laughs> like, blah, blah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. My ads currently think I speak Spanish. I do not. Me I never too. have. And I was like, I love that you're advertising love it. in multiple languages. I don't speak this one, <laughs> and I don't know why you think I do. <laughs> I have never even kind of. I can usually figure it out, yeah. but I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry. But yeah, I said the ads for this movie are jarring, and then I said, I'm worried about this girl. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I was worried about the girl in the ad or this girl, probably this girl. Yeah. And then I said, but why can't she remember? Because she's fucking refusing to. Yeah. Willing full ignorance or amnesia nap. The world like, I can't get like mad necessarily mm. because obviously this is grief. Like she is, she's in shock, forcing herself to yeah. forget in a way. Like her whole brain is like, that's too hard. Don't she's think like, about that. Factory reset, literally. And then when she does remember, she's like, "Fuck, here we go again." Yep. So it's hard to be mad, but at the same time, you're mad. Yeah. <laughs> this poor woman goes through it. She goes and through it. I'm mad at her for it, and I'm sorry. She's great, by the no, way. She's I a great think actress. Um, that that's incredible, though, where it shifts from protagonist to villain yes. and back and forth. And it's like you have that scene mm-hmm. where you see it first from, like, just from the boat and, like, uh-huh. the just that you follow, just 1.0 or yeah. whatever. And she's fighting the attacker in the jumpsuit, which yeah. I called jumpsuit Jess. And <laughs> <laughs> I also I just called it Bagman, <laughs> knowing it was Jess. I also have sweaterless Jess. Um... <laughs> She is sweaterless for a bit. And because then she that happens. Sweater yes, Jess again. It's the, uh, the journey from sweaterless Jess to jumpsuit Jess. Yes. Anyway, I had mm-hmm. to have names for them all. Yes. Um, apparently, word of God is that the director called her Mean Jess when she was jumpsuit Jess. But um, jumpsuit Jess was right there. <laughs> right there. Uh, you could have taken it, but I took wow. it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but when she's having the battle with jumpsuit Jess, and then yeah. later you are jumpsuit Jess having the battle with sweaterless Jess. I know. Or maybe she has a sweater at that point. I don't fucking know. But it's like the perspective changes and the who you root for changes. It's the same fucking person. I know. And it, it, it fucks me up. Fucks me because up. Because the, the same... But then you still don't know at this point you either. Still don't know. So you're like kind of rooting for it. But there was this part of me that was like, well, she'll just go through the loop again. Like, it's fine. Like, at least we know she'll come back. Yeah. Then you see her journey from the beginning of the actual loop. And then all of a sudden she's more of a villain. Like, it's... Yes. It is a and then, wild thing. And then if you saw that fight again, I don't think we see the fight again. But if you do, then who do you root for? Because at the same time, now it's the same person. And not only that, but they have the same crime. But only one of them knows seems to remember. Yeah. And at that point, does she? Because that Jess doesn't. The no. one that's in the suit doesn't know why she's there. So it's... No. It's Arguably, this... none of the Jesses that are on the boat remember no. it. Because they took it, a nap in the taxi. Yes. It seems like she clearly remembers when she says school. I think that is my when she naps on the yacht is when she forgets I think that that's when she resets and is yeah. like oh a yacht what yeah so it's hard yeah she's villain and then she's not and then she's villain and then she's not and yep. it's like I'm in my villain era so <laughs> my villain uh, era is <laughs> so my villain era aesthetic is looking haunted on a boat <laughs> she looked haunted this whole fucking movie that when, was my first note sorry yes. go ahead <laughs> when one of them is like 
are you okay? And that, and Hemsworth boy goes, she's not. I went, yeah, duh. Look yeah. at her. She was like haunted. He's like, like she why would wa- you say that? Because she is. Because she, she was walking on this dock. Like she was in a haunted house. Yeah. Like, waiting at any minute for someone to jump out. She's floating in on the mist. Turns she's out, haunted. Like, she's waiting for to jump out is the guilt of her yeah. abusing her son. Yeah. Which like, you know, uh, sure. You know how I like take minutes, whatever. One of them is, Jess continues to be haunted. Greg notes this. Ah! <laughs> That's it. it seems like everyone knows it and is just being polite. He's just like, oh, I see that. They're just like, she's haunted again. Like, uh, oh, is people... she haunted? <laughs> is she, you know, haunted? haunted. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. We're doing the limp wrist meme, by the way. Yeah. And we're gay, so you're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> is she haunted? haunted. <laughs> yes. And we have the... <laughs> We'll post the photo, but we were watching this movie around the same time, and we'll get to the horror in a second, but this was so fucking funny. Kate sends me, she just goes, this is my favorite, like, what was it? Still, by the way. Yeah. And it's just, is it Greg? And he's just got his arms up, like he's doing stand-up, and he's like, hey, forget about it. It's when he's saying that she is in her own yeah. fantasy world where there aren't skippers or boats or timelines. When you watch it and you don't pause it, it's relatively normal. He's like, come on. Like, yeah. he's gesturing pretty fast. But if you see the picture, it looks like he is on a stage going, hey, hey. am I right, folks? Like... <laughs> I fucking died. I waited for the moment. And then when it happened, I went, there he is. doing a tight five. I knew I was like right ahead of you. And I was like, oh, I can send God. her this. And then when it comes, she'll be ready. <laughs> I also, this part was just funny to me. Just to get talking about funny parts. My, one of my favorite parts is when he goes, do you want to steer the ship? Come here. And then she puts her hands on it. And she goes, where wow, do I aim? It was easy. Where do I aim? First of all. <laughs> yeah. So that was hilarious. Because yeah. I was like, girl, what? Yeah. And then she's like, this is easy. And I went, yeah, because he told you to go straight. Yeah. He points straight ahead and goes, aim for that. Yep. And like, <laughs> she, she doesn't move that. And she goes, wow, it's easy. Don't worry about the sales. Don't even fret about that. <laughs> My note was, so straight. She's aiming straight. She's I mean, yeah, straight. it's easy when you don't have to turn. <laughs> it's easy when you literally do nothing but rest your hands. <laughs> Wait, it's noticed the funniest thing on my note <laughs> so my note is me judging this girl and saying so straight just aim straight i can't believe she's complaining and then my next note is this redhead is judgy i don't mean me you mean sally <laughs> i mean sally but it sounds like i'm talking about myself yeah. and i'm like chill out <laughs> the green-haired wench Ooh. got kind of like meta <laughs> i don't it sounds like i'm just talking about me I'm in a time loop watching myself watch this yeah. movie. Oh. And I'm like, that girl Nikki needs to chill. <laughs> and then I said I wanted to be on a sailboat. Then I no. didn't. <laughs> I was like, I wish I was on a sailboat. And then it capsizes and I went, I'm actually pretty happy. I'm pretty okay on land. Um, also, there's a part where they're talking. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry we're talking about funny stuff. But I it love this. killed me. There were a lot of lines that I was yeah. like. There was a part where he's talking about coming into the diner. And he's like, do I give off lonely vibes? Because the redhead, who was a friend of his. Sally. Um, Sally. And then Downey. her husband um, brought, like, a girl. Yeah. Uh, Heather. Heather. To come on this boat to basically be like, you should date. Yeah. You should. So, like, they do this. And he's talking about, he's like, do I give off lonely vibes? And then he's like, well, you come into the diner a lot. And he's like, I come in because I'm hungry. And I wrote, you can be lonely and hungry. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um... I don't speak from experience, but... I don't, but I'm just saying. Yeah. So that... Not mutually exclusive. Also, 
Now this part genuinely did kill me when the when the ship is like sailing, you know, as a sailboat yacht does. Um, sometimes stupid, as it yeah, sometimes right. does. <laughs> when that storm was like coming at them and it changed and the wind oh. just stopped, I would have pissed my pants if I was on a boat and all of a sudden there was just no wind. Yeah, because you know that's a fucking storm. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, and like the weather, like probably just changed too. Like it was nice and sunny, and I'm like, I bet it got fucking cold. And then that wave was coming, and I was like, I would have just died right then and there. Yeah, I would have been like, like, let's just end it now. Can I just, like, opt out? Because I'd like to. Yeah. I would have been like, we can just do the loop, and I would have just gone. My note at that point was, point to a haunted-looking cloud. Like, seriously, that cloud has seen the end of time, and time flinched. Like, that cloud was the scariest thing I've ever seen. You're thinking storm, and I look at that cloud, and I go, that is something else. A monstrous other. So good for them. I mean, the... They the nailed the imagery within this movie. Cloud. It's pretty cool. It's really yeah. They have some quick little like shots that are like terrifying on their own. Every it's now, not even yeah, it's not even like uh, it's just a shot, yeah. like a still shot, and it's terrifying. Yes, it doesn't have to be moving. It doesn't have to be action. <laughs> it's just ugh. um yeah yeah. So that was great. I thought the storm looked cool. The fact that the boat is a set is also really cool. Yeah. Um. That was where most of my, like, technical notes came from, was the cinematography and the fact that the boat is very confusing. Um, yeah. The on, endless, like, um, corridors. Yeah. And it's like, are we walking just to walk, or do you have someplace in mind? And Vika's like, I don't have time for you, Downey. Yeah. And the fact that, not only that, but you never really see the end of a corridor. And if you do, it just leads to another. Yeah. There's no, like, this one leads. You can see sun. Yeah. You can see outside. And even if you do, it's a trap you know yeah. what i mean it, it always feels dangerous so that was terrifying they did like a a horror version of like scooby-doo where you'll see one person walk down a hallway and it'll yeah. cut to the door and you're gonna be like oh they're coming through and then they walk past instead so you're you're thinking oh they're about to come through this room and this is the exit and yeah. then they're just walking by in the background yes. or something they did that at one point where mm-hmm. it was like oh is this scooby-doo in the shit it it was it was like if scooby-doo was terrifying yeah because there's, I don't know. There's I mean, something... Scooby-Doo is kind of scary, scary. but... <laughs> pretty scary to some of us, I Kate. was scared. Yeah, Kate was only scared, Mr. Chicken. I get it. Okay, well. So... <laughs> Why do you have to be so accurate? Yeah, well. <laughs> um, but it was just amazing that they had this ship that should feel claustrophobic because it is just trapped in the ocean. You're tiny. You're on this boat. There's nowhere you can go. And yet, it's also a fucking maze. And, and there's too, too expansive. many places to yeah. go. So Ooh. I thought that was really cool. Um, if you want to get Greek with it, there's a labyrinth on that there ship. Yeah. yeah. Well, clearly, I mean, it's Sisyphus, so. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was just very, very neat. I think the set design is, I think, the coolest part of mm. the movie. Because if you're going to do a movie that takes place in one location for most of the film, it's got to be good, you yeah. know? If it's, like, too boring, you run the risk of, like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. Or if it's, there's, like, too much I don't know how to explain too much going on because this boat does have a lot going on, but there's something about the staleness of the boat too without any people on it and yeah. it's seeing the same rooms each time. The theater was probably my favorite set yeah. because you see it from like in the seats, you see it from the balcony, mm-hmm. you see it from the seats looking up to the balcony, right. you see the set piece, like the painted backdrop. Yeah. And it's like... There is so much weight on the theater, mm-hmm. and you see it from a bunch of different perspectives yeah. and, and like timelines, loops, whatever. And it, I was like, they did so much 
with so little in this moment. Exactly. So when I say like too much going on, I just mean that they're showing you a lot of the boat, sort of, but they're showing it the same exact way each time, maybe, but just in different versions. Like you're seeing the same room, yeah. but just from a different angle. Or she'll stumble upon herself and she'll be yeah. one hallway over. And so it expands exactly. the map. So you're getting like bigger maps, but you're seeing the same story. So there's not too much going on. You're not confused, but you still feel like you're somehow claustrophobic yeah. and yet lost at yeah. the same time. Oh my God. Yeah. The fact, I don't know. I haven't had a movie make me feel those two emotions yeah. <laughs> before. So Expansive and claustrophobic. Hats off to you guys. Yeah. That was, that was a new feeling. It was really cool. I think this movie is underrated because oh, I had God, never yeah. heard of this. I'm sure other people probably have. It has a lot of like, it was received well critically. Yeah. Broadly. It's got like an 80% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is and pretty fucking good. Yeah. Especially I for horror movies. will watch this movie at least once more. Oh, Probably yeah. twice more. I would very much like to watch this again. Yeah. Um, I told my girlfriend, I was like, this is one you could watch. Because yeah. this is not gory necessarily. It's not anything too wild. It's mostly just sci-fi. They call this one like a psychological thriller. Yeah. Or more sci-fi than anything else. Um, which I, I just love. So if you're not into like gore and stuff like that or ghosts... This is a good one. I will say that there is a part where she puts her finger inside of a <laughs> hole in someone's head. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Maybe there's a little bit of gore. I guess there's, there's there's blood. Yeah. But I, I'd say like those other movies that we watch, it, it's mostly well earned. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, Even, I wouldn't say this is gratuitous. No, no, no. Even the, like, the finger in the hole, it's very like self-defense. I have to do this oh, kind yeah. of thing. It's not just like, look at this fun thing. Yeah, yeah. But I, like, that is so, like, it stands out to me because I had to keep taking it back by 10 seconds because I was like, wait, I, I looked away at this crucial moment. Yeah. And so I had to watch again. It's like, I really don't want to look at the hole. I don't want to see her poke her finger into his brains. But I kept missing where she actually, like, once she sticks her finger in his head and then she like rotates then he hits a chair and it breaks the chair yeah and i kept missing that moment of like the rolling Mm -hmm. and i was like i need to know what she did right so that i could know if she killed him on purpose or on accident basically um fun fact this is the second time that this woman has been in a movie where someone puts their finger in a hole oh the 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 remake amityville Amityville horror what what the little girl she? is in the closet oh, and yeah. puts the baby fing- baby finger <laughs> the babysitter's finger in the hole I forgot her. about that. So when this woman put her finger in the hole, I went again, again, ma'am, again with, with the with holes. <laughs> I was like, what's up with you and the holes in the head? Mm. So mm. she she's got a theme. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, if I don't put my finger or someone else's finger in a hole, I'm not doing the movie. It's in her writer. It's 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 absolutely. Yeah. She puts it in, and she walks. Yeah. I put my finger in a hole or I walk. They wrote it in. They did not want to put it in this movie, but no. they were like, we can't no. have her unless. And she was like, those are my conditions. You know who? You're going to mock me. And I know it. And I accept it in advance. So ready. You know who I kind of saw in place of Liam Hemsworth? Who? The guy that plays Rosalie's boyfriend in Twilight. The buff no. guy with the eggs. You know the guy what? with the eggs. All you had to say was eggs, and I was like, Emmett Egg? Emmett. Um, I had Kellen in my head. What? What's no. his name? Kellen. Kellen, Kellen Lutz, I think. Oh my god, I had Kellen yeah, you right. you were right. Um, no, actually, I could see that. Thank you. Yeah, he's like a buffer, like, more and then stocky he had, like, the version. Yeah, and the, okay. yeah, the same hair. Yeah. No, I could see it. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And I was like, why is Kellen in my head? No, I could see it. But I was right. Oh my god, I'm never right. You're, you're going for it today. I'm I'm feeling bold. <laughs> I was empowered by the Australian. 
it really does something to you. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, also, rip Heather. Like, Heather was in it for, like, mm. 10 seconds, and then peace out. We never even got to see, like... How she died. How she died. Or and, her <sighs> loop was the saddest. Her it, loop was being on the boat, flirting with a boy she didn't like, and then going, bye, and falling off. I had so much respect for Heather, and that's why yeah. I knew she wouldn't live very long. Yes. Because she was, like, she comes on, and she's like, okay, I understand that mm. I'm being set up. But, like, I want to be honest with you. I'm not interested. I am yeah. kind of interested in Vic, though. And then Sally's like, no, you're not. And she's like, but I'm not going to lie to anyone. But I am. And she learns so much about Jess. Like, yeah. she is, like, downstairs. And then uh, Heather and Sally are talking. And Sally's being an absolute asshat. I know. Sally. And then Heather's like, well, actually, like, she has a kid. And this is about her life. And yeah. she's kind of struggling because this. And, like, this thing about her childhood. And Sally's like, I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> breath okay i see your point but listen yeah Yeah. so i loved heather and so that's why i knew she had to die she'd be too strong yeah if she had been on that boat oh yeah there would be no loop because that woman would just keep walking and she'd be like licks her finger puts them in the air (laughs) time fuckery (laughs) she like everyone just sit still and then nothing would happen. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah. Heather, can we move? And she'd be like, no. Not yet. We're in a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> and she would have tied up Jess immediately. Yeah. She'd have been like, you caused this. Come here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Heather was too powerful and had Quantum to Quantum entanglement for me. Yeah, I wrote, who's <laughs> going like... to fall off the boat first? And then I was like, Heather. Yeah. Powerful. She was too powerful too this powerful. film. This one's for Heather. This, this is like Heather. the second time we've said this one's for Heather. Because remember... Uh, Blair Witch. Isn't her name Heather? Yeah. Yeah, we said oh. shot for Heather. I don't have a drink, but, you know, drink for Heather. Do you want a shot? Should we do another shot for Heather? I think we should. I mean, it's for Heather. It's for Heather. <laughs> How many times can I say her name? We did a... It was a shot of scotch, but it wasn't scotch. I don't no. Scotch. What was our first... That wasn't our first episode. That was, like, one of the first five, though. But, uh, yeah, we did a little shot for Heather because she had a rough time. And also, she did a shot and made a funny face. That was why. We loved her. Yes, Kate always gives me the the shot glass that's squishy. She knows me. You picked it out. I did pick it out. It's true. I just really like it. I want to grip it and rip it. Oh, I, I that and was like, oh no! You watched me sh- spill champagne all over our equipment, so grip it and rip it. We have to that do that for, for the hundredth. We had to like pour some champagne out for the surge protector. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. <sighs> to Heather. To Heather. Oh, that one's for you, Heather. It's all for you, Heather. When I feed the crows. Sorry, you? No, sorry. I quoted that the other day in front of Elmarie. I knew she wouldn't get it. It wasn't for her, to be clear. It wasn't for her, yeah. My girlfriend, specifically. I was like, it's all for you, Damien. And she went, I don't get that reference. I went, good, because it's not for you. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. I'm sorry, but it wasn't for you. When I throw peanuts to the crows, I say, it's all for you, Damien. And they get it. They get it. Yeah. It's not for her. It's not for It's her. for the crows. It's, it's not for, for my crows. girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> A summary of. <laughs> oh, I also, uh, I said, this girl Jess immediately felt bad vibes about this boat. Yeah. I wonder why. I wonder okay, why. I figured it out. <clears throat> I also said, calling it now, that distress call was from one of them. Yes. Duh. Yeah. Um, which they get a distress call. I guess we didn't really talk about that. Mm. But like the storm is rolling in. They're talking to the Coast Guard, and they're like, hey, like, what's up? Is there weather coming? Like, do we need to be prepared? And then they get this distress call that's very weird and kind of quiet I have and the eerie. text of it if you want to hear oh, it. Oh, yeah, what's, what is it? Okay, give me, like, two hot seconds. Of course. Yeah. Help me. Please help me. She's. This is how she says it, very calmly. She does. Stoically. Uh, please help me. She's killing everyone. They're dead. They're all dead. 
Yeah. So. My squishy cup. I knocked it over. Squishy so, cup. So they get that distress call. And immediately I was like, okay, so one of them did it. Yes. I had some theories. And I was trying to figure out which one it was. Yeah. And we'll get into my theories in a minute because I wanted to cover my bases. Wait. Just in case any of them are right. Yeah, of course. Which is what I do with anything I watch. Oh, I same. put all of them down. Full same. Um, I said something about the subtle tilt of the camera also made me feel like I was on a boat. Mm. Very cool. Um, they did it instead of like, sometimes when we watch, sometimes when we watch <laughs> horror films, there's like tilted cameras or they're a little bit jerky. Yeah. Not jerky. Not mm. like um, <laughs> found footage movies where you mm. clearly know that yeah. it's someone holding a camera. But I don't know. Sometimes they do it shakily just to add ambiance or something ambience. whereas this one had tilt in the camera but they were so smooth that they clearly weren't like held you know it was moving with the boat yeah so it felt like it was supposed to be mimicking a boat in water um real subtle real cool have you ever gone to an aquarium where you go in and you watch one of like fishing movies yeah and it like tilts and there's it, water it felt like that it did it felt like i was on in a good way. It felt like I was part of an immersive ride yeah. or something that was supposed to be mimicking a boat. That way, I mean, to keep costs down, you know, you could feel like you're on a boat without having yeah. to see the open ocean, which is hard to do in a film, I feel like, especially yeah. if you're not actually in the open ocean. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, and here's where we get <laughs> documenting my theories in case I'm right. This is what it is. I love the sub. Nope. The heading. Crazy Mass Band is one of them. Mm. Maybe the sun is involved somehow? Question mark? Very small. They might go through this multiple times. She's lived this experience in multiple ways. Just some guesses. (laughs) Incredible. That was it. So I just, and I think I keep going. Um, I said, food is rotten. Time is passing like crazy. Yeah. Because like they eat one, it's fine. They eat another, it's, it's rotten. Like they keep going. Like clearly this boat is having trouble keeping up with time. Um, Such a cool, tiny thing that they don't even address. No one mentions it. You just see it. So he, mm. he eats the apple. It's, it's just a perfect apple because yeah. there's a buffet. Like this yeah. boat is a cruise ship. I don't know if we said that, but it is. It's a cruise ship. There's no one on it. Um, but there's this big spread as if someone should be, you know? like, mm-hmm. And it's from the 40s as well. And we never get any, I don't know. We never get like an answer as to why the ship is just out there. As if it, it might just be, it's a place for her. Yeah. Like it's purgatory, you yeah. know? Uh, uh purgatory that's one of the tropes yeah so it feels like purgatory but it feels like the boat is also trapped in time and in a way because it's from the 40s sort of and it feels like everything on there is also from the 40s but yeah. sometimes it'll look new sometimes it'll look old and it's just so cool the way they do it because i don't know it's like they chose something trapped in time to put her on to be like okay your turn to, to suffer i don't know um, Mask Man is going to be Beard Guy, question mark? And her other versions are trying to kill him before he becomes Mask Man? Beard Guy, That one Greg. wasn't wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, only because we didn't see him for so long. You didn't know where he was. So I was like, yeah. is he? And then he is shot. And I went, okay, moving on from this theory. Yep. Then this is where I caught on and I went, okay. And I said, a lot of mirrors showing multiple versions of her. Mirrors. Yes. Specifically living out, like, I feel like sometimes when you get mirrors in movie in movies you'll see a character looking in the mirror at themselves whereas this one it was her obviously like reflected in a situation but she wasn't ever looking at the other version of herself in the mirror as if she was completely oblivious that this other version of her was doing the same thing 
So cool. <laughs> I was like, three Jesses, none of them know what's going on. None of them. And then when she's in that one room and she's got her back to the mirror and then she turns her head to be like, what was that noise? And you see both of her do it. I was like, uh-huh. I see what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. It's not subtle, but it's still great. It's still effective. You know, sometimes it's like, I don't mind when they rub it in my face as long as it's good. As long as you earn it. They and earned, they did. They earned it. They're allowed to rub it in my face. I just, you know, on the record, I fucking love this movie. I really <laughs> like, like this movie, guys. <laughs> If it's not clear. Yeah. Um, I also said, <laughs> when in doubt, just throw the gun. <laughs> that? <laughs> I cackled. I cackled twice. When it happened the first time, when it happened the second time. I knew it was coming. Because I was like, I, I can't throw the gun, throw the gun, throw the gun. <laughs> so just to spoil it for everybody. Obviously, Jess is the is in the, is in the jumpsuit ma- Jess. The jumpsuit Jess. Yeah. We know that Jess is in the jumpsuit now. Yeah. But the first time we don't, so we're looking at this person as if we're like this madman, this person who's clearly out for blood. And then when the person who we don't know runs out of bullets, they panic for a second and just chuck <laughs> the gun to knock Jess down. And it made me laugh really hard. And yeah. I went, what the fuck? Yeah. And then you realize it's Jess and yeah. you go, this makes more sense yeah. because Jess is not a killer. Jess is improvising. <laughs> Jess is improvising. When Jess just goes, what do I do? What do I do? And she goes, fuck it. And she just, I want a shirt. This is, Jess is improvising. And it just has like the gun in the it's air. And, the, and her going, ah, ah. And her just, being knocked wait, over the edge. It has to be a, Jess is improvising. And then it's one shot of her throwing it. And then the next, right next bit of her just falling ah. out. Yeah. So that fucking killed me. And uh, I, I know it's probably not for comedic purposes. But it was so funny. Says it all. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna cry. <laughs> she chucked it really far too. Yeah, she did. She chucked it with force. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> and then I said, she did death, and now she has to live this moment over and over again. Yeah. And then it started to get wild. I just stopped taking notes. Yeah, because I was like, I need to keep up. I need yep. to just watch it. Um, so I'll just say, to wrap it up, my favorite parts of this movie are the set design. The subtle camera movements and the subtle yet kind of obvious nods at the fact that there are multiple of her and there will be. Um, once you find out that there are like multiple of her and she is living this moment over and over again, there's like obvious signs like the locket falling. Super cool. Um, there's just little things, but I don't know. They're all effective. They're all cool. Yeah. The, the boat tilting, like the camera, the Scooby-Doo stuff with the yeah. being lost and yet feeling... Like, so stuck. Like, I don't know. It was just very well done. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say a thing. I was like, no, I'm saving that for my scariest moment. It's going to be controversial. I have my scariest moment. Um, I have some notes. Very few. I'm so ready. So I have my typical, like, nine pages of notes. Yeah. But I pulled less than a page out Mm. to be readable. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because it's usually, as I've said in previous episodes, it's usually just me, okay, this happens, this happens, this happens. Just so to keep track. When I say things that I want to come back to, I understand mm-hmm. where it happened in the film. Right. Um, so it'd be, like, really dope if I had, like, oh. Sorry. Every now and then I think of, like, a thing that maybe I could program. Um, I'm not that talented. <laughs> but I do data analytics. I don't do programming. <laughs> but, um, where it's, like, if I could have a time-stamped 
uh, log. Oh, so yeah. as I make my notes, you I don't have to see. say this is happening. I can just see the timestamp of when I said it. So then I could go back to the film. That's and smart. That'd be dope. I'm sure it exists somewhere. We'll figure that out. I if you know it. it exists, send it to us. It would uh, make my notes much more readable. Thank you. Here's hoping. <laughs> but then we would lose things like Jess continues to be haunted. Greg notes this. <laughs> So. We don't want to miss out on that. We don't want to miss that. Okay. <laughs> so uh, one of my first notes that I thought was readable uh, is I feel like a crucial element of time loop films is to have visually memorable components so mm-hmm. that the loop element is stronger. So you have right. easily identifiable moments that are repeated. So mm-hmm. in the very first sequence, you have the sprinkler, you have the yeah. painting, you have the blue paint water. Right. You have like all of these moments that are like visually <sighs> memorable where it has like a splash of color. And There's so it's something. these yeah. things that you can anchor to. Mm-hmm. And I thought at this moment in the film that we would come back to her mm-hmm. in that house more frequently than we did. <laughs> I did not I realize that the bulk of it would be on a boat. Right. And so I was like, okay, easily identifiable moments. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh no, for an hour later, when you come back to it, you need to remember the blue paint. Which is so funny because I didn't. I got back to it and then went, Oh, yeah, I guess I remember that. Yeah. And then you see her put her in the car, and the blue paint on the dress is sitting out in the beginning. So if yeah. we had just remembered that, it's the details. The details. Goddamn. Okay. Ooh. Hmm. Did you ever see <laughs> the movie Hana? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Chemical Brothers do the entire oh, soundtrack. I to to that soundtrack. Devils in the Details. All the time. Okay. You and I, we were meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> when I was doing costume design at yeah. Ottermine, I had to make, we were doing some, I don't know, it was like Shakespeare, yeah. except it was supposed to be around technology. You know, people yeah. love to do Shakespeare in weird ways. Yeah. And my job was to make all the masquerade masks for the mm. scene. And I made them all out of old technology pieces and stuff. Yeah. Where I like smashed them all together and then glued them on to make big masks. And I would listen to that soundtrack. It's it a great the soundtrack. The technology, so, yeah. I was like locked away in a dark room yeah. doing my tinkering, and I was like, "No one disturb me." Yeah, for like <laughs> blasting a I month. Love that soundtrack. All I listened to was the Hana yep. soundtrack by the Chemical Brothers. I still do. And so the Devils in the Details yes, is the song the that just always oh, in so my head. Good. Okay, thank you. God, yeah, no, it's incredible. You were the first person that is recognized. Really? Yes. It's such a good soundtrack. We were meant to be. Oh. We were meant to be podcast we were partners. Meant to be. <laughs> Okay, so easily identifiable moments. Um, so like uh, Russian doll, yeah, where you have like in the mirror in the bathroom, and then like right. her friend, like you have these the things stairs, like that are supposed to be visually memorable, mm-hmm. so that you can like anchor them in each iteration yeah. and be like, oh, maybe this is where it goes. Oh no, this is where it goes. Right. So anyway, I thought that that would be more relevant to the continuing loop, but it actually just came back to the master loop. Okay, I love it. Um, the sign. This is what I said the very first time we saw the sign. Yeah. Goodbye, please return. And oh, that's I said, good. I didn't even notice that. Oh, I I see signs. I'm like, this is a sign. That's good. And I said, it seems like a plea when you know someone's fucked. Right. Maybe. No. Um, so then the white sails of the yacht and the white wings of the gull. So the seagull comes right. back over and over and over. And there's that moment where you're completely surrounded by the sails mm-hmm. of the yacht and they're white sails. Yeah. And first of all, I was like, I never have white sails when I'm doing Sea of Thieves because that's too easy to spot. I do too blue. Easy. I too do easy. blue sails. <laughs> Blends in at night and daytime. Hmm. I like Absolute to, fools. I avoid conflict at all costs. <laughs> um, but no, so... Like, this surrounded by white has this almost ethereal Mm -hmm. feeling to it, where it's, like, 
is this reality? But uh, there was a lot of like that repetition mm-hmm. of I don't know if it's exactly a motif, but it's that like visual, yeah, like white feathers, white fabric. So, um, and then you know, nap your way into to amnesia to sleep off the haunted knowledge. Obviously, <laughs> I get it out of there. A haunted cloud, a haunted jest, a lot of haunting. Yeah. Um, and then I had a moment. Where um, I asked a question that I thought everyone would ask. And then it turns out that, you know, in the era of COVID, not many people are asking this question the same way that I am. Oh, no. So I said, does a cruise ship on the ocean ever have cause to be empty? Like, if they're traveling to the next port, wouldn't there be people on board because you book to the next port? Right. So, like, is there ever any reason that a cruise liner is sailing across the ocean without people? Um, Well, in COVID, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> because people were suddenly not yeah obviously yeah like, and it, i forgot that yeah. that was a thing and like remember early covid where it was like the cruise liners that were like quarantining because they had oh, the cases yeah um so i was thinking okay well cruise liners are kind of like floating hotels mm-hmm. and hotels are never empty right. unless they're like under maintenance right so like is there ever a reason that a cruise ship would be on the ocean, like, actively sailing and not occupied. Right. And um, when I Googled it, mostly I found how to get cheap, unsold cruise cabins. And then also everything about cruises during COVID. Oh, they freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will never get on a cruise. No. So there's, like, first of all, I love wine and crime, Seven Ways to Sunday. Yeah. But also there are two lessons that I've taken from it. One, never meet a man. Two, <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Just don't meet a man. Um, I say as I have a partner. Yeah, sorry, man. Well. <laughs> Love him very much. Um, but then the other one is like one of the early episodes was cruise ships. Yeah. And it was about don't fucking go on a cruise. <laughs> just don't. don't go on a cruise. Just don't. Why would you ever go on a cruise? I can't do it. I'm sorry. And so people are like, yeah, we're like a cruise family. Like, oh, so you like death, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Push it to the limit. Mm hmm. So anyway, um, I had that thought of like, oh, like I wonder like why a cruise ship could be empty, and then I stumbled onto pandemic times. <laughs> um, my next note is Sally sees blood drops. Downey eats a banana, <laughs> which is indicative <laughs> of their relationship. It really is. <laughs> oh um, fuck! And then this is another one of my notes. She crosses paths with herself and Greg after they see the blood writing. She is not thriving. She is unwell in several locations. <laughs> Yeah, she was never really well in any of no, any of the spots on that no, boat, huh? But like several locations simultaneously to be unwell. That's like next level. I will say the only time she was well on that boat mm-hmm. is when she threw that gun. <laughs> she threw because that gun. she was proud of that. She was. She threw it and she was like, I hit her. <laughs> that moment when she did the flip from one deck to the next, I was like, holy shit, tits, babe. She just knows what she's doing. She just knows what she's doing. And at that moment, I was like, oh, she's done it before. And so what I thought, okay. I hit my mic because I was too excited. What happens so many times with time loop films, just in general, across all genres, is that they do the same loop so many times that they start to seem like they have, like, prescient knowledge. Right. Where it's like, oh, you're going to say this, or, like, um, I think it happened in uh, Palm Springs. Yes. Where it's like he catches the thing. Yeah. And no one expects, he's like, wow, how'd you catch it? Like, well, I knew it was going to fall type moment. Where you are so... Like, 
our knowledge of time loops is that you will understand how things are going to happen in advance of it because you've lived it like right. a dozen times. So you're going to do the thing and it will seem amazing. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, we're going to see her like, fuck this jump. Kind of make it. Make it? Nail it. No. She just she, like, she needed no dry runs. I I still think it's funny that like we watch her struggle and she's done this before because the making her forget yeah i'm telling you she is going through phases of remembering forget remembering forget she remembers what is happening vaguely she has no reason what's causing it she knows jess throws the gun she's jess yeah and yet she still gets hit by it every single time she has to compare her writing to the writing on the notes yeah all of those times that we saw her writing she had to go through the same realization over and over and over see the lockets realize And it's just so interesting that this woman is so racked with guilt that she's like, what could be causing this? It's like you. It's like you have gone through this turmoil so many times. It's just so interesting. There's a body of Sally's to show you that this has happened many times. And yet times. she walks through it like it's nothing. That part creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll get to it, but oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Uh, then I had the Sandy Slippage reflection shot mirrors, mm-hmm. mirrors several in fact, because yep. there's the mirrors that she sees her reflection in in the hallways. Right. And she's like, wait, something's there. Vic goes running. But then also the go to theater thing. Yeah, yeah. Like there are several moments with mirrors. Love that shit. Um, I had like sweaterless Jess, <laughs> obviously. Jess. And then she goes, I think it's to Vic at this point. I don't remember exactly what it is, but she says, don't be scared. I know how to save you. Yeah. Vic. And... Do not be scared is similar to be not afraid. And it's like, oh, biblically accurate Jess, be not afraid. Biblically accurate Jess. <laughs> he probably, I mean, he had a hole in his head. He probably did see multiple eyes. She yeah. probably did look like an angel. Yeah, she had countless wings right? with eyes on all of them. Spinning wheels of eyes. She's beautiful. <laughs> She's beautiful. Biblically, yeah. oh, biblically accurate. <laughs> I can't speak anymore. <laughs> I've had a very hard week at work. Hard. I'm very small and I have no money. I'm very small. <laughs> So yeah, those are my notes. <laughs> wow. Those are good. I oh, I just like this movie so much. Oh, same. Um, there's just little details that are so good. Yeah. And the grief part of it too is just so accurate. Because it's like, I've been through stuff where you just yeah. forget. And yeah. then you have to remember. And it's like your own mistakes too. You remember, you know. God, yeah. And it, oh, it's hard to watch. It's hard to root for her and hard not to at the same time. What an interesting character. And it forces you to take both perspectives, and yeah. both are very hard. Yes. And it's interesting that the other characters are so, like, not developed, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you get basics, I think, from all of them a little bit, but but it's her. Like, we need to see everything from her point of view. Yeah. Every character is kind of how we feel about them, kind of comes from how Jess feels about them, or yeah. how they interact with Jess, sort of. We have, like, a defining characteristic for each person. Yeah. And I'd say the most developed of the non-Jesses are Greg. Yes. And it's almost entirely, like, he's a kind person. Yes. And that's it. And that's it. And we see him die pretty quick. And if, in the first time, we actually don't even get to see him die, and we don't see him for a long time before that. Yeah. So every character has their kind of moment, or their death, or something but it's all from jess's perspective or like how she did it how she tried to prevent it i don't know it's just interesting Mm. to go through it and be so attached to this character but you don't know how to feel about her the entire time wild absolutely wild to flip it halfway through not even i mean it's like more than halfway at that point i feel like but it's a two-thirds of the way through before you get back after the ship Mm -hmm. loop 
it's it's wild like to just to tell us one thing about a character and then to all of a sudden be like well how do you feel about this now yeah it's just oh my god it hurts it's like you've identified this person up until this point you have seen how much they love their son Mm -hmm. how like out of place they feel how out of sorts they are how much they orient themselves around their son and then suddenly it's she abuses her son yeah and it's not, and it's it's just, oh, that's not mommy. That's not mommy. But it is. That's it's very mommy. much you. Yeah. We see the loop from the start. We know it's her. Because she's got you. the dress on. We know. Oh, my God. And it's, they don't let us, they don't let us associate with another character. Mm-mm. Because they're gone so quick. Oh, yeah. They're like, no, no, no. You got to be with Jess. <laughs> and you're like, come on. <laughs> so, really cool. Um mm. Is it time for Scary's Moment? Yeah. I'm excited because I've had mine. I remember uh, as soon as it happened, that was my last note because I went, I can't anymore. <laughs> okay. I have mine. I'm sure it's different than yours. Okay. What's yours? Because I'm, I'm intrigued. The locket. Oh, yeah. okay. So up until this point, you've had these moments of she's realizing she's in a time loop. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. these corridors are familiar. It's not just because every cruise is the same. Right. And then she has the handwriting. It's like, this is fucking freaky as shit. Yeah. It's not exactly, like, you can't explain it away at that point, but then the locket happens. And she's like, this is my locket, but I'm wearing this locket. And then she's like, this is unnerving. And then it, she sees the pile of lockets, and then her locket falls. And you realize this is the moment where you're not actually breaking free of the time loop. Oh. And it, it's that Ugh. chillingness of you've realized it, and you're still following those footsteps. Right. And you're not breaking free. Yeah. To be like, I've not, I have not done anything original. <laughs> and to be like, I am going to keep following the fucking heart-wrenching path of every loop before me that has failed. There's I have so not succeeded. Many. There's so many lockets. So many lockets. And, and like picks one up. Oh, it's just oh. so fucking chilling when not only she sees the lockets because if she had held on to her locket right. in that moment it's like ah oh, she's breaking free this mm-hmm. is promising but then her locket falls yep. and it's like she's no different than the rest <laughs> scary as shit I hate that, that I is a, that's a good one that's a different one I like that thank you um, mine was the the Sally Sally right yeah god yeah. that that was a second yeah for me so Sally is the character who is red hair very judgy kind of mean whatever oh so um, slurs you know yeah. so she it, we've seen her be murdered I think maybe one or two different ways and yeah. they're very quick they're very you know and in this particular time loop we see Jess help her like a little bit she's trying yeah. so hard and then they get up to the top of the boat where no one's really gone. And there are just tons of Sallies. All injured in the either same way or very similar. And they're all just dead. And then poor Sally runs up to join her pile of Sallies. And it's the same thing. It's yeah. the same like, you're not going to escape the loop. They're showing us something different. And it's making us feel, I don't know, like hopeful like it's like oh they're doing something different this isn't the way that sally died before last time she died so quick and now jess last is here to time help. she was shot but right. this time she was just stabbed and she'll get away yeah no there were a bunch of stabbed yeah. sallies and we see jess like run up to her and be like sally like i'm gonna help i'm gonna help you're surrounded by so many dead sallies so it's like you're telling this woman that you're gonna live and all she can see are just a bunch of dead hers. And she takes off her sweater to help Sally to put mm-hmm. pressure on it. You see the sweater on the other sweater Sally's. On all the Sally. Yeah. Like, 
And so it's that same feeling of there's no hope. Like she's done this so many times and it freaked me out. It's, and it's jarring too. Cause yeah. she run, there's no one else on the boat, obviously. So you're used to these characters yeah. to get up there and to see this many people, but then to realize it is that same woman. So it's not like it's different people, but it's just the same version of the same poor woman who has died this many times. And Sally realizing it yes. and continuing to crawl forward. Yeah. Like it, it's like, you see what's going to happen, and yet she's so desperate that, what are you going to do? She's like, there are two directions, forward and backward. Backward is towards certain death, forward is right. toward probable toward death. the other Sallys. Yeah. So it's just, that one got me. That one freaked me out. That's and fair. Just because it was just, I don't know, it was just so hopeless, and there were so yeah. many of them, and I had, I really did, for a second, oh. start to feel hopeful. Because I was like, this is different. Yeah. And then she went up there, and I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like, not different it knocked me down and I was yeah. like okay fine how dare <laughs> I have hope right so audacious of you I know Ooh, I know good scary moment I know tropes I'm ready there are so very many so I'm trying to like pare it down I was gonna say this one felt like it would have a lot yeah because they're the obvious ones like amnesia loop and like those right. sorts of things uh, everyone is Jesus in purgatory you clocked that at the beginning yep um apologetic attacker where it's like i'm sorry yeah. i don't want to be doing this i have to kill you so that the boat can come back so i can save the other you right that isn't you you're gonna die but the like, other you you're won't. gonna die but really you're gonna live you're gonna live it'll be fine <laughs> pain is temporary i don't know why but like <laughs> jumpsuit jess gave me like your friend from high school who does mvm <sighs> stuff now yes. listen you're gonna love this and it's uh-huh. being dead and it's <laughs> being dead yeah <laughs> Oh no! What are you trying to sell me, Jess? I want that. Sorry, I don't want that as actually like the multi-level marketing scheme, but I do want that as um, a satire video short. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Apologetic attacker arc number two three seven. That's the room that they go into every time. Um, And I also think that's a call out. I think that's a Stephen King number. Uh, I believe that is the Shining two three seven. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, Atop a mountain of corpses. Yep. Terrifying hater. Sally Swamp. Um, classical mythology. Mm-hmm. Sisyphus. And like, I pulled out my Edith Hamilton mythology to be like, okay, like what does Edith Hamilton say is the myth of Sisyphus? And the thing with like any mythology, but like for me, Greek and Roman, is there are just so many fucking stories and they so do many. conflict with each other. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, what he did to offend the gods is this. Oh, actually they like whatever, that may or may not have happened, but what really <laughs> offended them is this. Right. So it's like one of the Sisyphus myths is yes, he cheated death. Right. A lot of the other ones are like, well, he saw Goo nope. He saw Zeus abscond as a swan. Who are you gonna say that was Goose. goo? Oh. <laughs> like he saw a goober and i was like what no, it's because zeus was a swan i was like well that's right. a goose <laughs> and it's not he saw a goose <laughs> he saw zeus as a swan <laughs> steal a maiden right and then he had the audacity oh, i remember that to tell the father yes that yes i saw a swan abscond with your daughter swan abscond swan absconded. Uh, and that was Zeus. Yeah. And Zeus, like, you gave away Zeus's secrets. And I was How like, How dare you? Zeus is a fucking rapist. I know, like, it's disgusting. Um, the Greek gods are horrific. They're so bad. Um, this is not me glorifying no. Greek mythology. The Greek gods are fucking vile. Um, Do you- come at me, Athena. I've come. Don't. No, because I idolize Medusa above all yeah, else, of and Medusa was wronged by Athena. So, like, mm-hmm. Athena, fuck off, mm, fuck off. I, I came up with a new tongue twister for oh. Sisyphus. You want to see? You want to hear yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
take a sip with Sisyphus. <gasps> oh. Like, take a little sip. Take a little with sip Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Take a sip with Sisyphus. Oh, put Swan in there somewhere. Take a sip with Sisyphus, Swan. Mm-mm. Swan's take a sip with Sisyphus. <laughs> Obviously, I can't take a swip at Swan. Oh my God, that's the one. That's the one. Swan, Swan takes, takes a sip with Sisyphus. Slowly. Swan takes a sip with Sisyphus. Now do it quick. Swan takes a sip with Sisyphus. Why do I? Why do I sound so mad when I do a tongue twister? Something awakens within me and I become mad. I say it aggressively, like like Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled If I'm not angry, it's not gonna work. But I'm angry. If I'm happy, there's no way. That okay, so that's classical. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I might be sorry. I don't know yet. I don't know. Um, come with me if you want to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't find a pen and dying clue work together because it's like, I couldn't find a pen, so I wrote in my blood. Right. Dying clue, I wrote in my blood. Yeah. It was X. Um, blah, 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 blah. Deus ex machina. Or deus ex machina uh, because she got an X. Yeah. yeah. Uh, discovering your own dead body. Yeah. Scary. Distress call. Ooh. Driver faces passenger, so it's that moment where the driver turns around to look at someone and then crash happens. Yep. Uh, easy amnesia and amnesia loop, we already mentioned that. Right. Evil costume switch, we have sweaterless Jess, jumpsuit Jess. Right. Easy. Also the dress, kind of, too. I mean, she goes from the dress to dress the, Dress like, Jess. Yeah. Ooh. Dress, sweaterless, jumpsuit. Jess. Jess. The many outfits of Jess. The many faces of Jess. <gasps> Uh, blah, 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 blah. I had to have a moment. You I had apologize. to. Yes. We had to. I mean, I had to. Fate worse than death. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. fairy man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Final girl played with. Yeah. Uh, foreshadowing, because fucking duh. So, like, as soon as we saw the toy boat in the pool, I was like, oh, that's foreshadowing. Like, that's symbolic of the yacht capsizing. Um, <laughs> she is the dream of the beach, the mirror showing multiple just reflections, feeling guilty about Tommy, a broken right. record player, seagulls. There's so much fucking there was foreshadowing. A lot. It's a, it's a time loop. It's There's like gonna be so many that you don't have to catch them all. As long you as you don't. catch a few. Not yeah. like Pokemon. You can just catch I was them. literally about to say it's not like Pokemon. No, you, you just don't have to catch them all. One or, one or two. No. Catch a few. Yeah. Yeah. Pokey some. Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta catch a few. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokey <laughs> This is our best episode for jokes. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but I'm, we're on it today. Yeah. <laughs> Freeze frame <sighs> bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's also a rewatch bonus. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, ghost ship. And this is where I came back to it because yeah, it's like ship. the ship itself is not actually a character in the way that one would expect after right. ghost ship because, like, there are so many things where, like, the derelict building becomes the character like the shining right like the overlook hotel is a character or even even ghost ship i mean yes. they're all trapped on the ship yeah I but mean, this was actually just a setting it's just a ship the ship itself was not causing madness mm-hmm. it was just where it happened yeah wild i was not <sighs> expecting that after you, you, ghost no ship. it was just yeah it was cool uh the grim reaper so the fairy man right um, 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 um. here of another <laughs> that was a noise <laughs> uh so have you ever used the app loom no no it's i don't think so where you can make screen recordings and like talk over it so you can like explain and like show oh, someone something okay. i use it a lot for work to be like yeah hey this is how you change the default app that you can open this type of file right with. well i was making that for a coworker today and i was but i said that at the end and i was like 
I have to do it again. She can't know my sins. <laughs> because that's the sound the loom makes when oh you stop it. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. She can't know that. <laughs> she can't know that, certainly. So, yeah. Um, I had a typo in here and it was cute. Um, <laughs> so, Hero of Another Story mm-hmm. is like that, like, villain protagonist right, swap. Switch. I have a family. Uh, it was here, I swear. So when she's trying to convince Vic, oh, like, right. you'll see, like, this happened. Your body's here. Like, yeah. look, that's Downey's body. And yeah. he's like, those are seagulls, babe. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a fucking long trope, which is called The Killer in Me. It has two different variations, Secretive Killer or Amnesiac Killer. I don't have time because, you know, we've we've had a lot to say. You know, it's, been uh, a, yeah. it's been a busy one. Yeah. But there's, like, the Secretive Killer is, like, where they are a willing killer. Yeah. And they are trying to shift the blame versus mm-hmm. the amnesiac killer. And it's like, they are just as surprised as everyone else to find out that they are the baddie. They're like, what? They're like, am I the baddie? I would never. I would never. <laughs> she did. She did. Minimalist cast. Mm. No OSHA compliance. <laughs> Ominous visual glitch when she has the record player and like, yeah. I move like this is going to be helpful yeah. in the audio medium. I got it. Yeah, thank you. Once more with clarity. Ooh, uh, ooh me accent slipping. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Rewatch bonus. I mentioned that per- yeah, previously. Yeah. Shout out. Um, because that was like uh, The Shining and like a few others yeah, had yeah. those moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, set right what once went wrong is a type of time loop where it's oh, like, okay, it was supposed to happen this way, but something fucked up. And so you have mm-hmm. to go back and fix it so that it happens yeah. the way it should have happened. Right. Yeah. Um, throwing your gun at the enemy. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Trunk shot. From inside the trunk out. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Um, villain protagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we hardly knew ya. <laughs> this one's for that? Heather. I miss you, Heather. It was not fair. You were it so strong. But you know what? It had to happen. Mm. She was too powerful. She was. This we know what would have happened. It would have been like a 20-minute film. Yeah. They would have tied up her, tied up Jess immediately. Yeah. And Heather would be like, wait here. <laughs> for rescue. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And if it never came, Fine. But they would have never. Jess had been like, "Can you untie me? I think I'm in a time loop." And Jess and Heather would be like, "Yeah, I know." There would have been uh, dozens fewer tragedies. Oh yeah, because one multiple... locket in that pile. Yeah, one locket. She'd one like, I found your paper. dumb locket. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing it to her. Yeah, she's like missing your keys. <laughs> she's so strong. <laughs> Those are tropes. Yeah, that's good. Those are good tropes. Thank you. Ratings. I know. I'm like, I, I, I don't have any like in my head. I'm I only just have trying to think. I only have three things, but I don't know if they're like worthy. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's Sally me Swamp. <laughs> okay. 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 Jumpsuit Jess. Good, Sweaterless good. Jess. But I feel like there are other things that we said that were more. We said a lot of things. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, gun throws. Gun throws. Those, that did get us. That was good. Yeah. Gun throws. We have a um, pot lob in our previous. We do have a pot lob. So a gun throw would be. Yeah. Up yeah. there with it. Yeah. You know? Like equal be, to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> haunted Jesses. Haunted Jesses. Amnesia naps. What was that? Ami- amnesia, amnesia naps. naps. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amnesia naps. I mean, that was a good one. I it like feels am- like it encapsulates a lot. Yeah, because it's really yeah. just like you take an amnesia nap, you start over. Yeah. 
So even if we don't like this rating, we're yeah. going to take an amnesia nap to start over. And then yeah. we'll ultimately Obviously. land on the same thing. So but... we're going to get stuck in a time loop of amnesia naps. And it's going to be fine. <laughs> no. It sounds like we have to choose amnesia naps. Amnesia naps. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Okay. Yeah. I had the same. It was like this moment. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I had either four and a half or five. Right. And literally the only half mm-hmm. point was because of the slurs. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, usually we have them from a reprehensible character. Right. And Sally is absolutely a shithead. Mm-hmm. But she also cares deeply about Heather. Right. And so she has a redeeming quality. So it's hard. And this was like 15 years ago almost. Yeah. And so it's like, this was slightly more in common vernacular, but it never should have been. Exactly. And so it's like, get rid of the ableist slurs no. and you're a five, baby. <laughs> like, it's not, it's frustrating because it's like, you can't be like, oh, it just isn't aging well. And it's yeah. like, well, it never should have happened in the first place. Yeah. You know? Like, that's just making an excuse and saying it's okay. So yeah. No. I'm a five just because yes. I'm like... The movie itself surprised me yeah. so much. I didn't think I was going to care that much about this I movie. did not either. <laughs> just because it was a random pick, it was on this list of movies, and I went, just, we'll throw it in yep. because it's something new. We literally, I think you Googled, like, horror movies water. I literally Googled just horror movies, best water um, horror movies. That's it. And, like, we had a bunch, and I had no idea what was going to win because I didn't know any of them. I threw them on there and literally had seen, I think, one of them. And, and the original triangle we put was the 2001 yes, TV movie. Yes, it wasn't even movie. this one. It wasn't even this one. So I was watching it being like, okay, well, clearly our patrons have seen it. It must be yeah. pretty good. But then again, they chose the Mothman Promises once. But it's fine. It's fine. 80 episodes uh, ago. I still love them. <laughs> um, but, so I wasn't expecting much. And also just sometimes when you get, I don't know, movies from 2009, I was picturing your classic, like, ghost shit type thing yeah i was expecting to think it was so goofy and kind of bad that i would like it i thought or so too. it would be bad you know it was yeah. gonna be one of the two for me so for it to just genuinely be good i was like oh no <laughs> i was not prepared no it took me by surprise because i was expecting kind of goofy no i was very much looking for like oh i want kind of like a pulpy thing yeah yeah was i not- wasn't expecting it to be about something so deep either mm-hmm. i thought it was going to be your classic you get on a boat there's a killer on board and it wasn't not that. No. And so and it, it really earns cool. it all in the last third. Yes. Ugh. The fact that you have to wait for it. But it doesn't bore you. It doesn't. It's not necessarily slow. It's only slow to give you an answer. But like you're still having a wild time because you're still not figuring it out. And you are, but you're not there yet. And it subverts expectations because yeah. it's like, I'm used to time loops where it's like, they react to things that have already happened. Exactly. But from the very first iteration, she's like, I've seen this happen. I will not do that. Right. And so she actually creates alternate realities. Yeah, she's oh. like, she changes things, but because of her guilt, she's not remembering things. So yeah. like, she can't really do things different. It's like, she's trapping herself in the time loop yeah. at the same time. At the same time. So, this movie was good. I'm giving it a five because it surprised me. Yeah. I still think they need to get rid of their fucking slurs, but just for the fact that it, I was not ready to have a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, I think the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The adjusted rating? Yeah. Mine's a five. Yeah. So, I, what was our scale again? Amnesia naps. Wow, that's fitting. <laughs> 
I did that on purpose. <laughs> it was a funny little joke. <laughs> yeah. I'm Zoe. very clever and I have a great memory. Silly. <laughs> a perfect 10 amnesia nap. Perfect 10 amnesia nap. Yeah. Oh, after this, I, I need it. I need to take a nap. I need to I take do. an amnesia nap. It's good. Thank you, patrons, so much Thank for choosing you, genuinely. this one. Like, I would have never have watched oh, this God, on my no. own. I just no, wouldn't it have. just wouldn't have come across my radar. Yeah. Like, of all the things that happen, these are very few and far between. And now like, we know about that, also that other one with the yeah. weird underwater spiders. And I'm genuinely intrigued. Yeah. So thank and you, And I'm like, Patriots. abyssal? Okay. I'm like, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So I love happy accidents. Thank you. That's yeah, a good I one. do too. Thank yeah. you, friends. Thank you. That wraps up our discussion of Triangle 2009. Woohoo! <laughs> if you enjoyed your time with us, we'd really appreciate it if you'd rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That's the one where it helps folks find us the most, but yeah, anywhere. Any rating is great. Or like tell your friends. Yeah. Because we've had this great. Yeah. We've had a lot of people who just are like, oh man, I want to hear about movies, but I'm too scared of horror films. Yeah. And it's like, I've got the perfect place for you. I it's do here. have the perfect place for you. <laughs> it is with our unhinged it's mess. It's too fun. It's too funny to be scared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that should be our new tagline. So, funny to be scared. Uh, horror society arbitrary yeah. ratings. Too funny to be scared. Too funny to be scared. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, like, leave a rate and review anywhere. We love reading what you say. Tell a friend. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And, you know, Twitter's burning. Twitter's kind of dying. So, maybe you, threads. I was going to say threads or genuinely just Instagram, Instagram. is kind of the best place. Yeah. Especially because you get a little more information because yeah. with Twitter, obviously, with the character limit. Oh. Uh, well, they expanded the character they did, limit. But also, it's burning it's to the ground. But yeah, Kate has, like, these great, amazing, like, captions and summaries. <laughs> and I always have to butcher them to make them fit. So, I just... It's Instagram like, where can I spare letters? Bet. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> so, we'll post the movie for the week every yeah. week. And then, like, a no-context quote yeah. and some other stuff, too, when we have time. When we have time. Because <laughs> we both work full-time. Uh, so you can check out our extended show notes on our website on a slight delay. We'll get there. Uh, so the website is justgoalwithitpod.com. You could mm-hmm. also take a look at our Patreon at patreon.com slash goalwithit. Help choose our great movies. Yes. So this was, as we mentioned, a patron yeah. pick. We also have been playing Alien Isolation. And Nancy Drew. And Nancy Drew. Before yeah. Before was Nancy Drew. We have some other like hover games coming up. I'm really excited. We're really I'm looking at them. So uh, We also do the Simul Watch every month. And that is a recreation of how we create yeah, the podcast. And it's super fun. Yeah, it was fun. And we watched a secretly good movie last time. I'm already like wanting to watch it again. Oh, Sometimes I'll watch it again. We try to watch like goofy, fun yeah. movies that we can riff on, yeah. but then we accidentally watched one. I was like, Ugh. shit, I just think this is a good movie. Dang it, I really <laughs> like it. And it's I like, know. no, 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 don't worry. Ugh. Yeah. So that's on our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to take this opportunity to thank our patrons. Yay. Kim, Kelly, Nihar, Rachel, Kelsey, Sula, Tim, Beth, Kayla, Meg, Katie, Morgan, Brady, Kenny, Janice, Brian, Jess, Ada, and Andrew. Woohoo! That might be the fastest I've ever done it successfully. That was really good. Thank you. <laughs> I just like, like damn. flew through on Dutch Courage. Okay. Oh. Uh, the intro and outro music was created by Anthony Roccozella. The cover art is by our very own Nikki Solomon. But is it? Kate. What? I just feel like I've heard you say that before. Oh, no. Do you think? Well, cruise ship liners are all kind of the same. <gasps> Do you think it's a time loop? <laughs> <laughs> We're stuck. You've seen one holly. You've seen them all. What guilt do you have that has us stuck in this time loop? I don't know. You're the cannibal. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I knew, because we're in a time loop, I knew you were going to say it. Uh-huh. Yeah. not a cannibal. I'm not, and I'm going to stop it so no one can accuse me. I'm not a cannibal. Don't. <laughs>
I'm just a wimpy baby.